Papua for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. The man who once led the investigation into the disappearance of William Tyrrell is calling for a public inquiry into the handling of the case, questioning whether the tactics being used by police could destroy lives. But the New South Wales Police Force said their only focus and the only thing that matters to them is William, and they stand by their investigation and the current coronial process. This is all for William, and if it takes time and effort to get it right, it's worth it, Homicide Squad Commander Danny Doherty exclusively told the Saturday Telegraph. Former Chief Inspector Gary Jubelin has claimed placing the focus of the investigation on William's foster mother, leaking information to the media about her unrelated charges and informing the public he had messed up the case, is creating a narrative not supported by facts. I've worked many homicides and been accused of playing hardball when working those cases, but I understand actions have consequences and there is no way I would have singled out a person with a strategy like that. If you get it wrong, you destroy lives. Jubilant said it was time the Tyrrell investigation was opened to greater public scrutiny. It appears I am the only person who has had to justify their actions. Perhaps it is time for a public inquiry into the handling of the investigation from the moment William disappeared, including how certain information has been leaked to the media. The little boy in the Spider-Man suit vanished from his foster grandmother's front yard in Kendall on the New South Wales mid-north coast, September 12, 2014. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. At the Rio Olympics in 2016, financial pressure didn't allow some athletes to have a TV in their rooms. In Tokyo last year, Olympic athletes slept on recyclable cardboard beds. Now, Paris Olympic organisers are considering removing air conditioning from athletes' rooms in an attempt to become the greenest games. In a move that's raised the ire of several countries, including Australia, Paris organisers have discussed using a floor cooling system within the athlete village instead of air conditioning. Cooling mist and other measures are being considered for use in the dining hall. The Paris Olympics are set for July 26 to August 11, 2024, and according to the Paris 2024 estimates, average daytime temperatures will be in the range of 23 degrees. However, the past two years have seen heat waves hit France and temperatures reach as high as 42. Concerns from several countries over the decision to scale back or eradicate air conditioning altogether from the athletes' village was raised at the IOC's Coordination Commission meeting in Paris last week. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Behind the frosted windows of what looks like a deserted building in King's Cross, the lives of drug users are quietly being saved. Opposite King's Cross Station, identifiable only by the number 66, Uniting's medically supervised injection centre is where nurses make sure users don't overdose, maintain safe needle practices and ultimately try to get them into treatment. In the 20-plus years since it opened, staff have overseen more than 1.2 million drug injections with not a 
single one of those resulting in an overdose-related death. Medically supervised injection centres have faced a fierce backlash over the decades, which is often driven by the fear they attract drug users to an area they usually would not be. When the centre was given the green light in the late 1990s, then Prime Minister John Howard said it would make New South Wales a drug capital of the Southern Hemisphere. In Melbourne, their centre has received fierce opposition due to its location near a school and an increase in antisocial behaviour and discarded outside the centre. The state's police union has also abandoned support of a proposal to build a second facility in Melbourne's CBD. But the statistics show that is not the case at King's Cross and the centre has been instrumental in bringing the drug issues there under a much greater level of control. And Sydney's real estate market is finally balanced between buyers and sellers as spring begins and experts say the RBA holds the key to where it goes from here. A pause on rate rises or even a 0.25% hike could kick the market into gear and see it recover from recent value falls, while continued aggressive rate rises over spring could lead to an extended downturn. We're anxious to see how the RBA behaves in September, October and November, auctioneer and real estate coach Tom Panos said. Will they go for three consecutive months of rate rises? Will they raise by 0.5% each time? Or will they hold and say we're getting inflation under control? That's what people will be very interested in. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.